and welcome back to the Mixed Martial Arts Street Podcast. So we've got a fantastic interview today with Jillian DeCourcy, who is fighting tonight at Invicta FC 49 for the Atomweight Championship against Jessica Delboni. So um, you know what that means. It's, uh, it's time for another quick hitter. So without further ado, here is Jillian Lionheart DeCourcy. And I'd like to welcome on New York's own Jillian Lionheart DeCourcy. Jillian, welcome to the podcast. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, you're very welcome. So I, I wanted to start, I always like to start these interviews um, just talking about fight nicknames because um, normally there's some pretty cool stories behind them. So I know yours is Lionheart. Um, so why do, you, why do you choose to go by that moniker? Is there any specific reasoning behind that? Um, I mean, it kind of, I got that nickname from like my first coach, the first place I was training at when I took uh, my first fight and um, like his reasonings behind it. He got it from like the, like old school Van Damme movies. Um, and it was just like a, you know, a specific scene where it's just kind of like, no matter what was happening, he was getting like beat up a little bit, but he was just like still there, still coming forward and still like, you know, um, heart was in it. So that's where he kind of like got it from. And it, from then it just kind of stuck and, um, you know, kept it going since. That's awesome. That's awesome. I know, uh, you know, Anthony Lionheart Smith uh, yes. shares the moniker as well. So I don't know <laughs> if, uh, you know, there's any, uh, anything there uh, with, with him. Do you, is there any, uh, you know, inspiration that comes from that? Um, no, I've never actually, like, we've interacted on Twitter a bit, um, but I've never actually, like, I've never actually, I don't asked him, like, hey, where did he get his from to see, like, if it's, like, a similar place or not? Sure. I mean, I can say you you two have pretty similar fighting styles, uh, you know, <laughs> a lot of grit, a lot of, you know, yeah. moving forward, uh, you know, m- no matter what's happening, you know, you're, you're, you're going to stay in the fight. So um, that's pretty cool that, you know, having the same nickname kind of attributes to a similar fighting style. But um also wanted to, to, to ask you here, you know, um, it takes a lot to get into the cage and, you know, uh, be an MMA fighter. And um, I always like to just ask, you know, fighters personally, Rick, what's the motivation behind, you know, being an MMA fighter and, and wanting to pursue this as, you know, as, as a, as a venture? Um, for me, it's just really, it's something I just like love to do, like really enjoy it. Um, it's one of those things that like people ask you that, like, like, hey, what does it feel like to get into the cage? Like, why do you do this? And I'm like, it's something you can't explain unless you do it. Um, and it's either something that you're gonna love or you're gonna be like, nope, 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 not for me. Um, and for me, it just happens to be something that it's like, it gives me like life. Sure, sure, yeah, yeah. I'm. I, I've heard a lot of great answers as far as you know motivations go, and um, you know, a, a lot of it has to do with you know. Um, attributing it to, to a, a real life battle and a, a real life struggle. And it, it's, it's about as real as it, it is, as it gets. So um, right. it's, it's really cool to hear that, um, you know, having grown up in New York, um, just wanted to talk about how, how that uh, has kind of shaped you growing up and shaped you as a fighter. So, you know, re- relaying back to that, how is your upbringing uh, shaped you into the fighter you are today? Yep. Um, so I grew up in, um, like went the, through high school was, uh, I grew up in the city um, like Queens, but so within the city. And, um, I mean, I never got into like a street fight, never got into a fight in school. Like I, you know, I would run my mouth on, um, I played basketball. So like my teammates would get in, in, into fights because of me, but like, I was never 
never had a fight and then all of a sudden as an adult I'm like hey you know what I'm gonna do for fun I'm gonna fight (laughs) um so I think but I think growing up in the city it like it it um makes you really like it's different than if you grew up in the suburbs I live out on like in the suburbs now like on, on Long Island um but it's a very different way of life like you I feel like you grow up in a sense quicker I talked to my friends that, that grew up out here and um, the things that I was doing, like from a young age, they're like, wait, you were like, you know, you were like 11 years old, like taking the train and like going all around the city, like getting yourself to school. I'm like, yeah, that was just like normal life for us. Um, and they're like, I was getting like dropped off, like by my parents to like high school till I could drive myself. And I'm like, yeah, that didn't exist for us. Um, so I feel like it just makes you like have like a tough skin. That's great. That's great to hear. You know, um, and I obviously can tell you have both, you have both, you know, the, the city side and now the suburb side. So, um, you, you've, you've been through a lot in your life and, um, I would like to transition a little bit because you have a, a pretty cool, uh, job outside of fighting. Um, <laughs> if you want to bring up, you know, uh, what, what your job is kind of explain what you do and, uh, talk a little bit more about that. Um, yep. Yeah, so like outside of fighting, I'm a, I'm actually a mental health therapist. Um, and I like run my own private practice. So, um, actually right after this, I'm going to jump on a call with a client. Um, so it, it, I mean, it's, I feel like it's a nice balance, right? Because it's like, you're on like kind of in a sense, like two opposite ends where it's like, Hey, wait, I'm like helping people through their struggles. Um, and like, you know, providing therapy for them. And then on the other opposite end of it, my therapy is like fighting and training. Um, so it's kind of like a cool, how it all like interconnects. That's yeah, that's so cool. I mean, I, I have a lot of respect with, uh, you know, pe- for people in uh, the industry that you're in. Um, I believe that, you know, um, we really should be elevating that a whole lot more. And um, yeah, it's just, it's just really cool to me. So I'm glad uh, I <laughs> yeah. got to talk about that. Um, Thank so, you. so additionally, I know, uh, you know, you were a division two college basketball player. Um, don't really have any more information as far as that goes. <laughs> what, what position did you play? How did, how did that kind of, uh, transfer you into, you know, uh, your current MMA uh, fighting style? Um, I started playing basketball when I was like, like really young. Like I was a little kid. Um, I mean, I pretty much, I played like every sport of mine growing up and the basketball was just the one that like, that was like my sport. Um, and the one that I was like, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to go as far as I can with this. Um, I mean, I played point guard because I'm only 5'2 and I'm pretty tiny. So um, that would be the question I would get all the time, especially playing in college. If I was out with like teammates or something, they, you know, people saw that we were basketball players. They're like, I, I hope you're like the smallest one on the team. I'm like, yeah, I definitely am. Um, so I feel like it, but it transferred over into kind of being a, a fighter later on and getting into like martial arts because I was an athlete like my whole life. So training so many different sports it was like, I already knew how to like learn a sport, how to take coaching, how to be, you know, um, you know, open to learning something, another, another physical activity. So I feel like it transitioned well. um, And then I was able to just kind of pick it up and run with it. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I, uh, I was a point guard growing up. I I stopped a little (laughs) earlier than college though. So uh, that you were able to continue that uh, up through college and, you know, um, now, now transferring into MMA, that's, uh, it's really cool how that's kind of, that's, that's shaped you. So, um, last kind of icebreaker question I have before we get into, uh, you know, the fight that's coming up here next week. Um, so I, I have a couple guesses, but I always like to ask, you know, um, 
I, I used to be a big WWE fan um, and every WWE <laughs> fighter has a signature move. So uh, just wanted to ask if, if there was a signature move that you have as far as, you know, being in the octagon, is there, is there like a go-to move when you're, when you're checking feints and checking reads and, and, and what you're looking to, to kind of fire off? Um, I wouldn't say necessarily like a, a go-to move, um, like when I'm fighting. Favorite submission, um, I guess one that I land the most, like not, I guess not even necessarily the favorite, but the one that I like kind of can catch on like most people would be like a rear naked choke. Oh yeah. That's great. That's great. Um, and, um, as far as, you know, your last fight went, because that's the whole reason that you're in the position you are now, um, that spectacular, uh, uh, one minute, uh, right hook <laughs> knockout of Lindsay Van Zandt. Um, I've been watching it all week personally. Um, it's, it, it, it was, it was a spe- spectacular finish. Um, and, you know, putting yourself in the position that you're in has, uh, you know, have you continued working on the striking throughout this camp? Has that been a, a big, uh, big uh, emphasis? Um, absolutely. Cause it was, you know, since it came out like my last fight and it was like, oh man, wait, like I have, I have this power behind my punches. Like, all right, let's make this even better. Now we got, you know, a little bit more time. Let's try and build on it and make it, you know, make all my strikes even stronger and make everything come together. That's great. That's great. And as far as your camp goes, I know, uh, I know you're still training out there at Long Island MMA. Um, how, how have, how have they prepared you for this upcoming fight? And, uh, um, I mean, do, do, I'm sure you feel great coming into it, but, uh, you know, can you break down, uh, kind of what you've, what you've been doing in preparation? Yep. Um, I mean, so we have like, I have a really great team. Um, kind of like I have a, somebody like I have a coach for like each aspect of the game in a sense. So, um, I kind of split my time. I do, you know, a lot of my time at Long Island MMA, um, and I do some of my time at like ring sport Muay Thai. Um, and both of my coaches are going to come and like help corner me. And, um, so yeah, I do like pretty much like daily routine is like get like a pad session in, um, do some grappling, um, you know, a couple of days a week, get some like MMA sparring in where I kind of cross train with girls from like different gyms, like either Long Island, New Jersey. And we all like, um, I mean, it's a nice part about the sport for females. Like a lot of times we can come together and we don't have to actually be, we don't have to train at the same gym, but like we, you know, we're, we're friends and we know, Hey, wait, are right, you got to fight? Like you need, you need training partners, you need sparring partners. Okay. I got you. Um, so that's been like really great. Like my last couple camps, I think that's been like super helpful just having, you know, girls across the tri-state area that I can just work with. Um, but it's pretty much just like a mix every day of like some striking training, some grappling, um, some drills, and then like some strength and conditioning and just putting it on repeat <laughs> every day. That's perfect. That's perfect. Yeah. I, I I'm sure that, you know, um, there's been a lot of preparation coming into this, uh, this title fight, um, by the way, a- Adam weight, uh, championship here uh fight against jessica delboni a pretty esteemed grappler in her own right so i'm sure that you've worked on a lot of grappling uh there with long island um could could you talk a little bit more about you know what you expect from her going into this fight um i think she's gonna you know every fight like that she has she brings it right uh she's really well-rounded so i think it's gonna be a scrap right um and it's really just gonna come down to like um who wants it more right? And who's, who's able to put it together better come fight night. And, you know, of course that's going to be me. So we're all good. <laughs> of course, That's awesome. Well, once again, um, 
just want to thank you for coming on today. I, I appreciate uh, you, you spending the time to talk with me and, and uh, want to give you the floor here. Um, pitch the fight to the fans at home. Uh, why, why should they be tuning in next Wednesday? Um, I mean, simple reason, just, you know, look at my highlight reel for uh, last fight. And, um, you know, that that should be reason enough because uh, that was pretty exciting. And I did an atom weight fight. So atom weight fights are super fast paced. Um, I don't think you ever really see a a boring fight at atom weight. It's just nonstop. Um, And now we know we got the power to finish it. So you might even see a, uh, you know, a nice finish in there. That's awesome. That's awesome. I can't wait for next Wednesday. Jillian, I, once again, I appreciate having you on today and uh, good luck to you and good skill next week, next Wednesday. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you for having me on. You're welcome. What's up, mixed martial arts street fanatics? Are you looking for more content? Be sure to follow us on Instagram. Follow us on TikTok as well. Visit our website for a list of all of our episodes. And if you like what you hear, smash that five-star review on Spotify. See y'all soon.